For over 20 years, I've dedicated my life to bringing you the very best selling, marketing, and business building strategies to keep your business thriving. Get ready to experience the success you've been searching for. Welcome to the Tom Ferry Show. Hey everybody, welcome to the Tom Ferry Show, episode 72, special guest, the real Mike Ferry in the house. Um, so we were just in this conversation as I was you know, getting ready for the show, and I happened to turn to Michael and say, what book are you reading right now? Will you tell him the book you're reading? The Power of Habit. And what do you like about that book? It teaches you how to create and recognize habits. That's which is basically what we're going to talk about today. So will you give them the fast version of how you develop a habit? All right. So in every habit, there's a, a cycle that goes on. You have a cue, something that sparks the habit, like something that sparks the habit to happen. There's a cycle, the actual habit itself that continues. And then there's the reward, the pleasure you get after you complete the habit. And also there's one last step if you want to create a lasting habit, and that's just motivation. That's only if you want to change a habit. But in short, that is how habits are formed. So a cue could be like uh, for a real estate agent, oh my God, I have no money, right? The yeah. cycle is I get on the phone and I start generating business. And what's the last part? The Re reward. And the reward is, oh my goodness, I'm got, I've got listings and I've got sales. So do you recommend that all the viewers watch or read that book? I highly recommend it. All yeah. right, all right, get out of the show. Good job, buddy, super excited. All right, so welcome to the Tom Ferry Show with a special guest speaker, ladies and gentlemen. All right. Consider the following. I want you to have the most extraordinary 2016 ever. We're halfway through the year, and what I thought I would do today, speaking of habits, is ask you a question. If you were to say, in order for me to have 2016 absolutely be my best year ever, kind of knowing what I know now, six months into the year with six months to go, in order for me to ensure 2016 best year ever, what do I need to be doing more of? What are the right habits? What are the right disciplines you need to be doing more of? I bet you're going to say things like this. I need to do way more lead follow-up. I bet you're going to say, I need to be way more on my schedule. I bet you're going to say things like, I need to do more open houses. I need to make more calls to my database. That's the easy part. You and I both know, look, you're smart. You understand your business. You get the tempo of it. You know why that most people in real estate wake up in the morning, have nothing going on, and oh, my business is suffering, and I have no leads, I have no opportunities, and your phone rings, and you get totally out of, out of your mind excited, and you realize it's just your manager saying, come to the office, and that's 9 o'clock to 9.01, like every day, like way too much drama. You know by doing these habits and disciplines, you create consistency, you remove a lot of the drama, you get a lot of the emotion out of the way, and you have more certainty about how you're growing your business. So you know that. But I'd ask you, what do you need to do more of? Then I'd ask you, in order for you to have 2016 be your best year ever, what do you need to do less of? And this is where it gets interesting because this is the stuff that I should do but I shouldn't spend so much time on it as an example. So there's things I need to do in my business. Example, I'm talking about one of my, one of my top clients. She said, you know, I've got to do less first showings. And I thought, well, that's interesting because here's a, here's a gal who's very successful in the high end, and I'm not saying names for a reason. Um, and she said, when I do all the first showings, the problem is a very small percentage of those first showings actually end up buying the house. I need to do less first showings and I need to do more second and third showings. As an example, showings need to be done. She just knows she needs to do less of the first showings. She only lists two or three houses a month, but they're higher end. Does that make sense? 
What do you need to be doing less of? Needs to be done, but less time on it. Then here's the big one. In order for me to ensure 2016 being amazing, you've got six months left. I've watched agents make more money in the second half of the year than they made in the last 12 months because they finally committed to do what matters most. They understood I'm in the lead generation, lead acquisition, client relationship, follow up, convert, close, repeat, repeat, repeat business. And once they got that, business takes off. So what do you need to start doing? What have you been putting off? You've watched you know, 71 Tom Ferry shows. There's all these different ideas that you've been circulating around. What do you need to start doing? Is it, I'm gonna finally start running Facebook ads. I'm gonna get my geographic farm consistent or I'm gonna outsource it to somebody else. I'm gonna start doing three to four open houses every single week. You know your business. You know the tempo of your business. You know what your DNA is, what you're good at. What do you need to start doing, obviously? I'd love to see, have a you know, July through December, right? Seven to 12, what are your goals? Get it up in visual, make it a no-brainer, make sure that everybody knows about it. But then what are those two or three new habits, new behaviors, new disciplines that you and I both know will move the needle and get you the kind of results you want? You should almost pause this right now and just answer that question. What do you need to start doing? And then come back to it and say, what do I need to stop doing? Now, this is where it gets interesting. I've had people say to me, I should stop drinking a fifth of Jack Daniels every Sunday night. Well, yeah, that'd probably be a good idea. Kind of makes Monday morning a little challenging. Um, but you and I both know there are things that you do that, that disrupt your flow, that kill your energy, that stop the momentum that you have inside your business. What do you need to stop doing? And if you could just get super honest with yourself and say, look, what got me here won't get me there. So there's these behaviors that I'm doing that are positive, that are moving me forward, these habits that I have that are moving me forward, and there's other habits I have to admit are stopping me, like checking your email 24 hours a day, seven days a week as an example, like that's gonna stop you. Never having your phone out of your hand, always being glued to it, right? That's gonna stop you. You need to have some quiet focus time to work on projects as an example, or to make your phone calls, or do whatever you need to do in your business. If you can assess this one, oftentimes when people can get clear on what they have to stop doing, productivity rises because they've identified a negative and got it out of the way and now they're free to grow. Does that make sense? So as we sit here halfway through the year, in order for you to ensure 2016 is your best year, are you still committed to that? I'm still committed to that. Best year ever, right? What do I need to do more of? What do I need to do less of? What do I need to start doing? And what do I need to stop doing to make this year extraordinary. Now, if you and I were sitting together one-on-one, -on -one, there's a pretty good chance that I'd give you some coaching. I'd be giving you some action, some advice that I know is going to catapult you in the right direction. So I want to give that to you now. Here's the three things I wrote down in terms of watching this show. What action should you take? Number one is this. If you just simply focus on your morning routine, and I know when you see appointment setting time, aka prospecting, lead generation, whatever you want to call it, that freaks some people out. But I know, like my son said, if your cue is I review my goals, I read my affirmations, I do some role playing, the cycle, boom, I get on the phone, I start making my phone calls, I book a bunch of appointments, you know how good you feel when you book appointments. Think about it. Like when you wake up on Monday morning and you open up your calendar, whatever that looks like, your phone, old school, right, and there's nothing on it, how do you feel? How do you feel in that moment? You're like, oh, I have nothing going on in my schedule. Oh, no, you, you're 
petrified. You and I both know that. If the only thing that's in your schedule is your office meeting, you're not in business. This, this discipline, this habit right here, ensures that your schedule says, first showing here, listing appointment there, follow up on this person here, make my phone calls here. When all that stuff's inside your schedule, busy people get things done, busy people make things happen. You gotta front load it by controlling your morning routine. I don't care if you start at 7 a.m., 6 a.m., 5 a.m., or 9 a.m., it doesn't make a difference to me, but I know this. People that review their goals in the morning are fired up and more likely to do good things. People that do some form of affirmations like we've talked about in the past, I'm alive, excited, full of energy, ready to conquer the day, I'm a lean, mean, appointment setting machine, whatever is better than my back hurts and I'm tired and who's gonna win the political race? Like, that's all garbage affirmations. Then role play, practice, rehearse. I mean, okay, I'm talking to Marnie off camera. We should do a series on from fear to phone mastery. I did that uh, Facebook Live mentions a couple weeks back and I got a really good response. I mean, a lot of people commenting on, they know they should be on the phone, but they're afraid. So I'm talking to Marnie over here. So let's do that. Let's make the next couple shows just on overcoming the fear of the phone. Is that cool? Good, good, good. Because I know if you do this, if you practice a little bit, if I know what my customers are gonna say, if I know the objections in advance, if I know the yes, no, the maybe, the I'm not sure, and know what to say afterwards, then I'm gonna get on the phone and book more appointments. You do this, my friends, and everything in your life changes. Ready, warning, 87% failure rate in real estate. 87% failure rate in real estate. I guarantee Club 13 has figured this one out. The very best people know from, from a million years ago to today, whoever gets on the phone and creates their future, follows up on their leads, books appointments, ensures their success, those are the ones that win. So we'll do a lot on that coming up. Now, number two, I want you to pre-schedule out the most important new behaviors to begin aligning. So if you say to yourself, for example, hey, I wanna set my goals or get that up or I wanna start Facebook ads or you know, I need to do more follow-up, more schedule, more open houses, more calls, I should put all of that in my calendar in advance. I should pull up your I don't know, Microsoft Outlook, whatever schedule calendar you use, and I should see in advance. From 9 to 11, it says appointment setting time. From 8.30 until 9 o'clock, it says uh, review my scripts and dialogues, role play and practice. And if it has that every day inside your schedule, and then on, on Thursdays, it says plan for my open houses. And on Saturday and Sunday, it's pre-booked in advance, open house, one to four, whatever that is. If the whole thing is planned out, you know what happens? Less drama, less stress, more certainty. I know exactly what I have to do next. I know exactly where I'm going. I know the project I need to focus on. And you know what happens? You shift. You shift from being what I call a lifestyle agent, totally erratic, emotional, reactionary, to somebody by design. And I know that's why you're watching this, because you want to be more by design. Plan it all out in advance. Get the most important things inside your schedule so when you wake up in the morning, you look and go, I'm a busy, rock star, successful agent. You can't have every minute book because you've got clients and opportunities and things that are gonna naturally show up, but the big chunks of the critical behaviors that drive your productivity, that drive the engine of your business have gotta be in your schedule. Last one I wrote down is up your accountability and really drop the excuses. You know, I was thinking about that, that Facebook Live mentions. Tom, I don't like making phone calls. If you don't like making phone calls and you're in sales, you picked a very strange profession. I mean, what were you thinking? I'm a face-to-face -face person. Okay, that's awesome. How will you scale that? 
Do you like knocking on doors? Oh, I don't like knocking on doors. Well, then what in the world are you doing in real estate? Now, I'm not saying you have to make calls and you have to make, you know, knocking on doors. But I do know this, if you're going to listen sell and you're going to make a lot of money in this business, you got to talk to people. So do me a favor, up your accountability. Maybe you just say to your buddy who's watching this show with you and you say, hey, you know what we're going to do? I got a hundred bucks says I can book more appointments than you can in the next five days. And, and the hundred bucks is insignificant, right? Compared to the fact that I'm going to beat Jessica and get more appointments in her. Does that make sense? Like that's, what's really going to happen. And that by upping your accountability, the excuses kind of go away. If there's no accountability, guess what? You've got nothing but excuses. Life is way too short for your excuses on your deathbed. Do you really want to be saying, yeah, I never did all that well because I could never get over my fear of the phone or I was never really that disciplined. I was never really that organized. You know, I kind of just let whatever happened happen. Like, is that the message you want to pass on to your loved ones? I don't think so. So maybe on your start, maybe start is no more excuses. Maybe stop is no more drama, no more BS. It's go time. We've got six more months to serve a lot of customers, make a lot of money and really, really take your life and your business to the next level. No more excuses. Get to work. Thanks so much for watching. Thanks for watching. If you love what you're seeing here, then click the button below to join our online community absolutely free. Thanks so much. <laughs>